In 2019, two Hollywood movies relied heavily on one of Latin America's most enduring legends to tell their stories. It's the legend of a lone woman, dressed in white, wandering the night and crying out for her lost children. Who was she? Was she a real person or was she made up to teach us a moral lesson? Find out on this week's Mysteries of Latin America podcast and we'll dive deep into the legend and mystery of La Llorona. Welcome to the Mysteries of Latin America podcast with the myths and legends of Latin America with your host, Andrew Colon. She appears alone at night on a deserted road, dressed in white, with long flowing locks of hair. But what really curdles your blood are her banshee-like wails, as she calls out for her long-lost children. She is now cursed and filled with regret that even death can't end. She searches for them at night, near rivers, lakes, towns, and villages. She is called La Llorona, the Weeping Woman, and her legend is one of the most prevalent in Mexico and in much of Latin America. The story of this weeping woman and other similar stories seem to have spread just before the Spanish conquest of Mexico. Back then, the legend said that wherever she went, her path was characterized by her cries for her babies. Each night she would wander different streets of the great Mexica city of Tenochtitlan, which we know today as Mexico City, and her journey would take her through the Plaza Mayor, which today is the Zócalo, one of the largest city squares in the world, and then headed east, where she would disappear into the lake in the center of that ancient city. Before we go on, let's take a quick detour, because you might have noticed that I didn't call it the great Aztec city of Tenochtitlan. I called it the Mexica city of Tenochtitlan. Most of us from other parts of the world called the indigenous people who lived in the Mexico City area when the Spaniards arrived the Aztecs. Now, while they were related to the Aztecs and they did speak a similar version of the Nahuatl language, the Mexica were the civilization that developed the area we now know as Mexico City, beginning in the 1200s, where they developed complex systems of farming, government, war, and building construction and city planning, impressive enough to amaze the Spaniards with the organization, cleanliness, abundance, and ingenuity of the bustling city of Tenochtitlan. And in case you didn't make the connection, the name Mexico refers to the Mexica people. But who was La Llorona? There are Mexica myths and legends that revolve around one of the great mother goddesses known as Sihuacoatl. Sihuacoatl began to appear in stories told in the area around the year 1500. Astrologer priests of the Mexica took the stories to mean that something important was about to happen to the Mexica. Little did they know. The leader of the Mexica, whose name was Motecuzoma Xocoyotzin, and not Montezuma as we've been led to believe, feared that these stories would bring death, war, and slavery to the Mexica. The priests said that Sihuacoatl had come out of the waters and come down from surrounding mountains as a prophecy to the Mexica. These priests climbed to the top of the temple of the Plaza Mayor 
and to the east they could see a figure dressed in white and dragging herself or floating down the mountain. And as she did, she cried out, and originally in the Nahuatl language, but here we'll have it in Spanish, which means, Just after the arrival of the Spaniards, Mexica priests interpreted this legend as a warning to the eventual destruction of the Mexica Empire, and that the ghostly figure that roamed the streets of Tenochtitlan was none other than the goddess herself, Sihuacoatl, announcing the beginning of the end of the Mexicas, her children. After the Spaniards conquered the Mexica and all other surrounding indigenous groups, a version of the modern legend began where the world of the Europeans and the world of the indigenous kind of morphed together. One prominent version of the legend, and I say one because the story has changed depending on where it was told and who told it, following the oral tradition, says that an indigenous woman named Luisa fell in love with the Spaniard Nuno de Montes Claros, who abandoned her after leaving her with three children. In a fit of vengeance and rage, she stabbed her children to death. In other versions, she drowned them. Luisa was condemned to death and was either burned or hung, depending on the version, and then she became La Llorona, doomed to wander the streets and roads of Mexico, lamenting her tragedy. It's said that in those times, when the bell rang in the Plaza Mayor at midnight, a woman appeared dressed in white, where her face was covered by a thin veil as she headed east through the city toward the lake. Other versions of the legend say she floated, and some say she had no face at all. But in all the versions, she cried out for her lost children. Now, is this phenomenon only limited to the Mexico City area? Or are there other Llorona-like legends in Latin America? In Mexico alone, there are at least three other legends that come from the Mayan, Zapoteca, and Purépecha cultures. And as I'm here in the Yucatán Peninsula here in Cancún, the one I'm most familiar with is the legend of the Xtabay. The Xtabay was the spirit of a woman who stalked men along the roads and pathways of the peninsula. The Shtabai was a stunning woman with long black hair, dressed in white. She would be seen, almost siren-like, brushing her long luxurious hair next to the sacred Saba tree, where she waited for drunk, lost men, would seduce them and possibly torture them and kill them by throwing them in the nearby waters. Even today, men who live in the smaller villages and towns of the Yucatan Peninsula have heard of or reported encounters with the Xtabay. In Colombia, out in the countryside, there are legends of a ghostly woman, also called La Llorona. But this Llorona dresses in clothes of many colors, and her long hair is a mixture of the colors black, gold, and silver. But her face is not the face of a young beauty, 
it's the face of a ravaged skull. She has exceptionally large hands, and in them she carries her dead child, and she weeps unconsolably for that child that died at her hand. And who does she attack? She attacks the midwives, doctors, and nurses who help women end the lives of their unborn children, and also the men who leave young unmarried women pregnant and then abandon them and the child. In Peru, there is the Amazonian legend of the Ayay Mama, a mother who abandoned her children in a river as she herself was dying from illness and wanted to protect her children from the same disease and so the children were turned into birds, who instead of singing a pretty song, release a cacophony of terrifying noise. And there are other similar legends in Central and South America that have rung through the ages. In Costa Rica, La Llorona was a woman who drowned her newborn child in a river out of madness and shame, after being ostracized by her family, town, and society for being a single mother and being pregnant while being engaged to another man. Now you can find similar stories in Venezuela, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Puerto Rico, and other Latin American countries and territories. Similar stories can also be found in ancient Greek mythology, Celtic legends, African folk tales, and in Asia, in legends from Japan and the Philippines. And what about today? Has our cynical world of technology, social media, and instant verification all but done away with La Llorona and legends like her? In 2021 in Laredo, Texas, it was on social media where people reported seeing a ghostly figure roaming the areas between Mines Road and Macnabo Park in the city of Laredo. People reported a woman dressed in a long white dress, walking and looking visibly upset. But she wasn't making the characteristic crying sounds normally associated with La Llorona. Reports have gotten the attention of paranormal researchers and some local residents many of them of Mexican descent, are convinced it was an apparition of the same Llorona from the legends they heard as children. Whether true or not, legends like La Llorona exist in many cultures, not only in Mexico or Latin America, but all around the world. La Llorona and other legends like it bring up the complicated condition of mothers and women in the world, the notion of life after death, and the consequences of the decisions we make during our time here on Earth. I'm Andrew Colon. Adios. Thank you for listening to the myths and legends of Latin America. Subscribe and download now so you never miss an episode.